Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode four of the Expand the Conversation with Jillian podcast. In today's episode, I am going to talk about people pleasing and perfectionism and how this is a form of protection more than anything and a form of control versus it being something that you're actually doing to be nice. But also how um, people-pleasing and perfectionism can really keep us small. And it can hold us back from expressing ourselves at our fullest. So with that being said, I am a recovering (laughs) people-pleaser. I just wanted to start out with, you know, making that clear. I am in no way, shape, or form perfect or 100% out of that. But it's definitely a work in progress. And the more that I've been honest with myself about being a people pleaser and the more that I've been honest with myself about, you know, really trying to change that and wanting to end that pattern and seeing where that pattern began, I have definitely been able to see the different areas of my life where I am not doing something for myself and I'm just doing it to keep someone else happy. And, you know, I want to preface this by saying, I'm not saying that you can never do something to make someone else happy. That's not the purpose of this episode. The purposes of this episode is to really bring forward people pleasing, what it is, what that looks like, and really like how it can happen and why it happens. So we'll backtrack. So when I was a child, my father, he has a bit of an issue with alcohol and he would just go on these like crazy screaming rampages. And it was constantly like, okay, what's going to set him off once he started drinking? you know, and then he would just yell and yell. And, you know, with that being said, most of my life, I couldn't deal with anybody yelling in general, like just in my area, like I could not handle it. And so because of that, I ended up people pleasing, you know, whatever you want is fine. Um, I don't have an opinion, you know, and just really not having an opinion or doing things that I really wanted or saying yes to things that I didn't really want to do was something that was really holding me back in my life and it really keeping myself from getting to know who I am as a person um, as I was growing up. Because, I mean, I'm 34 years old now, so growing up that way, I was constantly just doing what other people wanted. And it was partially because I thought that's what made me likable or that's what made me look like a good girl or I was doing the right thing, right? And if you know me well enough, we've probably had a conversation about the fact that there's not really a right or wrong. A lot of things in our world are neutral and our human minds have this concept of right or wrong and we put it in that box. A lot of the times we just have these experiences And then we have emotions around the experiences that can accentuate them or, you know, really change the way that we perceive them. And that's why everybody's perception is different because people, you know, emote differently and feel differently. So, you know, it, it all kind of ties in together. And with the people pleasing for me, I would just always be like, okay, like that's my friend. This is what they want to do. So I'm just going to do it. And noticing where I was 
giving away to myself, like if I wasn't feeling great or I really felt like I needed some rest, but I was like, oh, but I already committed to this thing. So I'm going to go do it. But it wasn't because of me, right? It was because of them. When sometimes we just need rest and we just need to listen to that intuitive hit of like, okay, you know, I made these plans, but I think I'm going to cancel them now. And even this became more prominent to me once I, you know, saw my human design. I am an emotional authority. So I really do better with sleeping on decisions. Sometimes I can be super excited about something. And a couple days later, or when it comes time for that event to happen, I'm like, "Mm, you know, it's actually not a good fit for me. And I've had to accept the fact that people may perceive me as wishy-washy because of that or may see my level of commitment as not there because of that. But I think it's super important for me, especially in this stage of my life, to really listen to myself, see how I'm feeling, and to be able to honor that and to be able to do what Jillian needs in that moment instead of what does everyone else need? Because with people pleasing, I was literally like running around pouring into everybody else's glass and then not pouring back into mine enough. I would do a splash, I'd give myself a sip and then I'm like, okay, I gotta go make everybody else happy again. Especially being a mom. I That's something... <laughs> That's something else, right? And just something else as far as being a people pleaser. Like you cannot be a people pleaser with your child. You just cannot. You're going to have to say no. They're not going to like it. And they may be upset with you sometimes. And that's okay. And so for me, like healing this, it's been a lot of nervous system work because even with being a parent and saying no to my son and knowing that sometimes it really hurts him because he really wanted that thing. You know, they don't always need to know the background to the no, but it's sometimes like a way to protect them. Or maybe it's like, hey, that's really not safe. You shouldn't do this. Or, you know, maybe it's about food that they may have an allergy to, but you have to say no sometimes, right? And so in saying no, I can't just like I was constantly feeling like maybe he was going to be mad at me, right? Like my son. So I really had to sit with that feeling and he still loves me. Like he loves me through and through because I'm his mom, no matter how many times I tell him no. And it's so interesting to see that and to have that relationship mirrored back to me because it really allowed me to feel safe in saying no, not just because I didn't want to do something because I was tired because even being a mom and working on Fridays, it's like, okay, what are we going to do? something fun. And sometimes, yeah, that's totally doable. But sometimes it's like, man, I have had a week. I just need a minute, right? I need a break. Let's have a movie night. And then tomorrow we can do something fun. And that's okay. And it's okay to teach your children that like, you're not always going to get exactly what you want as well. But feeling safe in the saying no for myself or feeling safe in the saying yes to something for myself was a huge lesson I had to learn because I was automatically wired based on this experience from my past, I was wired to any time someone was mad at me or someone didn't like what I had to say, I felt like I was being chased by a tiger. So my fight or flight response immediately activated. I was like, okay, anxiety central, can't breathe. My heartbeat was fast and I had to learn how to regulate my nervous system. And so that's something that I've spent a lot of time doing. I have delved pretty deeply in learning how to do that and learning how our bodies physiologically work because I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel calm. I was so done with being anxious and I was so done of feeling like I was so unfulfilled, even though there There were things that I was doing, but it wasn't always what I wanted to do. 
And people expect things of us sometimes, right? They expect us to be who we've always been. And in stopping people pleasing, you'll really learn to see the kind of people that aren't around you anymore because of the fact that you're choosing yourself and you are choosing how you show up in the world. And sometimes you're going to say no. And sometimes that's okay because And honestly, it's even better that you say no when you don't want to do something because people pleasing is a form of manipulation. And I, a couple of years ago, probably would have gotten upset about hearing that because that's what I was doing. I was people pleasing and I was just making sure that everyone else was happy around me because I needed to feel safe. So if I was safe, if everybody else was happy and there were no problems, no one was going to yell, we were all good. So what did I have to do? And at that point in my life, I never would have thought that was manipulation because I was like, but I care about them and I do want them to be happy, which can be a genuine feeling. But why was I doing it? Was I doing it just because I wanted them to be happy and because I wanted to do that for them? Or was I just doing it because I needed to feel safe? Which when it was coming from a place of, okay, I'm doing this because I want it, because I need to feel safe, the intention behind it's not going to translate because people can feel sometimes when you're doing that type of thing just to make them happy instead of doing it out of place of loving and care. And it's like preparing meals where if you're preparing a meal because you have to do it versus a meal that you're making because you love your family and like you really want to make this delicious, nutritious, meal for them, the energetics behind those intentions will translate into the food. And that's why, you know, there's the saying about home-cooked meals, like it's been cooked with love. That's the secret ingredient because it's true. Like if you have a meal or a dish that's cooked by someone that has put so much love and care into it, you can really taste that in the food. So, you know, really looking at your intentions and why you're people-pleasing and why you're not people-pleasing yourself. (laughs) Because honestly, that's where it starts. You know, we people please to manipulate people, not that we're consciously doing it that way, but it is a form of manipulation because if you people please with someone and you're doing what they want to do just so that they like you, they're not getting to know who you really are at all. They're just getting to know this version of you that says yes to everything because you need to feel safe. And, you know, the horrible part is that some humans may realize that. They may realize that you're doing things just because you are feeling like you have to. And then they'll continue to use you (laughs) because you are just saying yes and you're doing everything you ask or they ask of you. So what incentive do they have to stop doing that to you? And in friendships, it's hard because you may come from this place of people pleasing. And then when you decide that you're not doing that anymore, it can really change how you show up in the friendship. And that's when your friends will start to look at you and be like, oh, you've changed. You know, you're not the person who I thought you were. And it's like, oh, that's kind of on me because I wasn't being the person that I truly am. I felt like it was more important for me to manage everybody's emotions around me instead of just being myself. That can even come through in forms of perfection and that's something that people just try and make it perfect before they can put it out into the world because they want people to accept them. And the more perfect it is, 
whatever that means, the more likely it is that people will receive them well or will like them. And so this concept of everybody needs to love me, everybody needs to like me is completely out of this world because there's going to be people that are not meant for you. And it just is what it is. There's going to be people that don't resonate with you. There's going to be people that don't believe in the same things that you do. And that's okay. And especially with people pleasing, when you learn that you're going to still find people that like to do the same things that you do. Once you actually start to learn what you like, after you stop just saying yes to everything because you want to make other people happy, you can really start to see what you like and you can really start to find people that actually do resonate with you instead of just other people that are using you. Not saying that everyone's using you, right? But not finding people that you are just around because you're so afraid that you won't have any anybody that likes what you do too. So in people-pleasing and in perfectionism, especially perfectionism, you're constantly not wanting to put something out into the world. Why? Because it's not ready yet. Because it's not perfect. It's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. And sometimes we have to allow ourselves to change and to shift that perspective of perfectionism and allowing it to go out into the world and knowing that it's still safe to release this piece of, like, we'll say art, right, into the world, even though it's not perfect in your mind at that moment, because there's so much beauty in the perfection. It's so funny. It goes back to this whole right and wrong. Is it perfect? Is it not perfect? These are all concepts that we have that in the human world we have created. And it's not something that just happens. Like God doesn't look at us and say, oh, this is a perfect human. (laughs) This is the perfect human. This is how all humans should be. You know, in the creation of humans, I feel like we were really meant to be here to be unique, to be expressive as we are and to like the things that we like. And once we are who we truly are, we're able to connect with people that truly resonate with us. And the same with art that we put out into the world, whatever that looks like, when we put it out because it's something that we created instead of something that we feel like is perfect, then it's definitely something that people will receive in a different way. Because In the world of perfectionism, there's never a perfect outcome. And it sounds crazy, but the more that you try and manipulate something to make it perfect or to make it the best looking piece of art or music, it's still still very likely that there's going to be someone that doesn't like it because people are different. People are unique. And, you know, it's so interesting because I was actually thinking about this saying in the fight club the other day about you're not a unique snowflake or something like that. I can't remember the exact verbiage, but we are unique. (laughs) We are unique and we are all special. And the fact that that is something that's said to people really blows my mind because it's not true that we're not unique and that each person isn't different. You know, we're born into these this world that we currently live in right now and it's very much a okay, you're, you know, you get raised, you go to school and you're you're being trained to be the good boy or the good girl and to, you know, be shown how your schoolwork should look and kind of see what the expectations are for perfect and We're trained in this and we're told that being different isn't good or being different is hard. And the thing is, is that being different's normal. (laughs) 
Uh, most humans are not the same. And I say most because just for general caution. <laughs> but like humans just aren't the same. Even though I may have similarities with some of my closest friends, we're not exactly the same people. We agree about certain things and we may have certain habits that are similar. But other than that, I'm still me and they're still them. And being able to lean into who you are and to heal that version of yourself that's wanting to stay safe and wanting to be protected through people-pleasing, it just keeps you small and it keeps you from being who you truly are. And sometimes our journey in this life is just to learn how to express ourselves at our fullest expression. And I think that's so special to be able to do that. And I think it's so special to allow other people to see you for who you really are in Instead of this version of, oh, I'm just doing this because I need to feel safe. And it's it's taking that realization when you're going through, if you are a people pleaser, as you're going through your people pleasing journey, it's taking that level of going into self and looking at yourself and being honest about, okay, I'm a people pleaser and I don't want to do that anymore. And sometimes you just naturally say yes to things and you're like, yeah, that's fine whatever it's no like it's not going to kill me so i'm fine with doing it but i had to get serious with myself and be like okay do i really want to do this yeah it's fine i won't die if it happens but is it something that i want to participate in and then being surprised when it was like you know i don't really want to do that and then just letting it be okay and sometimes in the letting it be okay if i was feeling like someone was upset with me or anxious then I would have to really like reactivate my vagus nerve so I could get back into my parasympathetic nervous system. So that way I wasn't physiologically having this fear response or feeling like people were rejecting me, even though I had just said what I wanted. And that's something that takes time and it takes time to learn what you want. It takes time to learn what you really like if you haven't been allowing yourself to go there for so long. And it's just really an interesting and special journey to see what that looks like. And even for me, like with healing and learning, because being the people pleaser that I was and a perfectionist and a procrastinator, it was like I was constantly not reaching high enough or I wasn't doing the thing that I wanted to do because it was never ready. It was never ready or it was never good enough. And so it was very much this way of keeping me small and keeping me from moving forward at all. And even, I mean, we could even use the podcast as the example, right? I was sure no one was going to listen and no one was going to want to come on as a guest. And just the support that I've received since releasing the first couple of episodes has been incredible. And I am just so grateful. And it was a great, it was a great mirror for me to see I am worthy and I do have opinions and I do have things that I would like to talk about or that I would like to do. And that's okay. And that's okay if maybe someone listens to this and they're like, ah, she's just going on about nonsense and whatever. Like she's saying people pleasing is manipulating. That's totally not true. Whatever. Like, cool. That's your perspective. But like for me, this is a very true experience because this is what I've experienced. This is what I have done most of my life. And so in that people-pleasing experience, I literally did not get the opportunity or I did have the opportunity to learn who I, like what I liked and who I was, but I gave that opportunity away because my safety 
felt like the higher priority. And so I was prioritizing my safety by people pleasing so that no one would ever be mad at me and there wouldn't be yelling by just not knowing who I was and not allowing myself to admit the things that I liked or the things that I actually wanted because I felt like someone would be mad at me if I did that. So remembering that people pleasing and perfectionism, it's just something that we do to protect ourselves. And when you start to realize that, and even though it can feel scary to like let people see you for who you are, it's definitely something that's so important because otherwise any form of love that you're receiving isn't actual love because it's not love for who you are. It's this version of love that you're accepting and saying it's good enough because you're being the person that you think you're supposed to be instead of who you are and who you were born to be. And it's so special to have relationships now that I'm in this healing journey and that I've made it out of the like, I'm people pleasing all of the time stage to be able to see what love actually looks like. When relationships that are in my life right now, and it's, you know, people who actually know who I am, weird things that I do, like, and know the things that I like, and to see how these people actually lovingly support me, and how these people are actually, they love me very much, even just for being myself, even if I do tell them no sometimes, even if I'm like, hey, I really love you, I just cannot talk right now, I need a few days to myself, and it's, It's just so special to know that when you can go inwards and take time for yourself or do something for yourself that your relationships aren't falling apart around you because the relationships aren't built on this level of like you constantly giving to someone else because in relationships and friendships we're training the other person what to expect from us right so if you're a people pleaser you are training them to constantly expect for you to say yes for you to say yes to what they want to do what they want to be who you want who they want you to be and you're constantly telling yourself no i mean maybe not constantly there may be some areas of your life where that the yes is the same for both parties But, you know, there are going to be times where you're saying yes to someone else and saying no to yourself. And so for me, learning to love myself truly and to know that when I say yes to myself, it's also for the best for the other person because I could lie and I could be like, yeah, sure. I love that. Let's go do it. Or yeah, sure. Like I love capers. I don't love capers. But then if I tell someone that I love capers because I'm afraid they'll be mad if I say I don't like them, they're going to think that I like capers. And so they're going to continue to put it in food that I like, essentially ruining the food, (laughs) in my opinion. And so we literally are training people how to treat us throughout our lives. And so for me, that was a hard lesson to swallow because as I was constantly pouring into other people's cups, I had to step back and realize that I trained them to do this. I trained them to expect more than above, more than normal, more than average, like to go above and beyond for them. And I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I was unhappy all the time. And it was hard to look at this version of myself that I felt like I should have been happier because I had a good relationship, because I had all these friends. And, you know, like, why isn't this enough for me? And it just was because I was constantly denying myself. It had nothing to do with the people. It had nothing to do with, I mean, even the things that we were doing most of the time. It didn't really have much to do with that. It 
it really had everything to do with the fact that I needed to see who I was and I needed to learn how to function in this world and learn what my expectations and relationships were. Instead of coming together with another person, whether it's friendship or romantic relationship, but being in this space together and then having the only expectation for me was how they felt about me. I never worried about how I felt about the other person. And it's like, mm, that's not good. <laughs> not good. Because then I, like I said, they don't know how to fill my cup. Or if someone wants to do something nice for me and they're like, oh, what do you like? Like, I don't know. Whatever you like, it's fine. <laughs> whatever whatever way you want to show love for me, I will take I will take the little crumbs that you leave me. It's fine. And some relationships were literally like that for me. It was so bad. And so it's, you know, really learning that I don't have to please everyone. And that is okay. And, you know, that realization, it still feels kind of uncomfortable for me. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, but they're going to be upset with me. You know, even being like hypersensitive to when people would give me a hard time if I canceled. And I don't think people really realized how bad I felt sometimes, but it was what it was. And, you know, I just had to learn how to really stand up for myself because no one else was going to do it for me. And so in those moments of like someone giving me a hard time, I had to be for number one, um, which is myself in this healing process, right? Like I had to say, hey, I have to stay home for me. I'm sorry if you're upset. I'm sorry if you feel any type of way about this, but I have to do it for me and really honoring myself and you know, that's helped me heal these people-pleasing patterns and being able to see how I want a relationship to look like. And whether it's friendship, you know, when I say relationship, just know that I mean any kind of human interaction is really what I'm talking about. But knowing what I want relationships to look like and knowing what my expectations are and knowing that I don't have to be the only person in that giving something. And I most certainly don't have to only give in to what the other person wants or needs in order to feel safe. And, you know, that's been so liberating for me. And a way that you can really do that is anytime that you like choose yourself and you're saying yes to something that you want instead of just doing the automatic people pleasing for someone else is really just dropping in to your body taking some big deep belly breaths taking some big deep belly breaths and just reactivating that vagus nerve and so if you don't know what that means or how to do that the vagus nerve is one of the largest nerves in our body it's a literal secret passageway into activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest nervous system. And it's so important to be in that state. So what you can do is take big, deep belly breaths. So just expand your breath into your belly, exhaling with your mouth open. You can also do this through humming, singing, movement. You can do it through movement is a great way as well. And it's just so handy to have and so easy to like, snap yourself back into a rest and digest position instead of fight or flight. And so as you're choosing yourself and you're making decisions for yourself, if you're worried that someone's mad at you, just breathe. Breathe, do anything to activate your vagus nerve and just know that you're still safe, even though they may be mad at you. And, you know, looking at why they're upset with you too and seeing if that maybe isn't a good relationship for you to be in. But, you know, circling back into like the perfectionism and 
You know, I mentioned the podcast and how this has been something for me that I had to really let go of because I did not know how people were going to receive this. And even with being a people pleaser in the past, it's hard for me to admit that. I didn't know how people were going to receive it. And I was scared. I was very scared that it wasn't going to go well or people just wouldn't receive me well because this is just, you know, I come on here and record these things. And this is generally something that I've worked through pretty in depth or it's something that I really have an opinion about. And this is just how I feel about it. Um, Sometimes I may talk about things that have happened in meditation for me and just messages that have come through, but it's something that's so important to look at what your expectations and relationships are instead of people pleasing and really being honest with yourself and realizing when you're people pleasing versus when you're actually doing something because you want to. And again, if you're going out to dinner and the person you're going with is like, hey, I really want to have sushi today. If you're cool with sushi, that's cool. Or if you really like want that person to be happy and you want it to be about them and have it to be a special occasion for them, then yeah, absolutely say yes. It's a matter of not doing it all the time. It's a matter of knowing when you're doing it just because you really do want them to be happy or if you're just chameleoning, (laughs) becoming a chameleon to blend in to just go, yeah, that's fine. You don't have a preference because not saying you should always have a preference, but sometimes you do have a preference. And I know that to be true for myself. Sometimes I did have a preference and I was just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And I mean, even in with starting to eat cleaner, you know, and eating a whole more like whole foods focused diet, people would ask me a lot of the time, like, oh, where do you want to go to eat? And I'd be like, ah, wherever's fine. Because I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want it to be like this whole thing. I was afraid of it being all about me and all about where I wanted to go when in reality, like they wanted me to say something. They wanted me to tell them what I wanted. And instead I gave my power away and I just let it be what it was. And I just said, you know, that's okay. Like we'll go wherever you want. And that's totally fine. I'm sure I can find something on the menu, which let me be real. It wasn't always the case or the something that I would find is like a salad and it's super unexciting salad. (laughs) And so it's like, oh, well, that was my mistake. And I can see that now that it was my mistake that I didn't speak up and say anything when they gave me the opportunity, because that should be how your interactions with other human beings should be, is it should be a two-way street. It shouldn't just be one person giving all the time and the other person taking. But if you set it up that way, and again, if you set those expectations for people to assume that you're constantly going to be pleasing them, then what incentive do they have to please you? Because they think you're constantly okay with it. They think, oh, she's just so kind-hearted. She just wants to do everything for other people, which sometimes is true. I have a very big heart. I love that. I love making people happy. I love making people laugh. I really do love people, but there was a point in time where I was focused on that so much. And I was just coming from a place of love me back, love me back, love me back, that I would do almost anything to receive that love in that people-pleasing manner. And so I did. And I'm happy to say that it's been a journey, but it's a work in progress. And I'm so excited to just keep learning what I like and learning what I want in my life and 
really being more conscious and intentional about the things that I say yes to or the things that I give to people because I really want it to come from a heart-centered place. I don't want it to come from a place of fear. I don't want to just do what people want me to do because I feel like I have to or they'll be mad at me or they won't like me. Because let's be honest, if I say no to something because I feel like it's not in alignment for me, and that person gets upset with me, maybe that person just isn't meant to be in my life. And that's okay. Yeah, but I can really see how learning what I want and leaning more into that and really healing from these people-pleasing patterns, how it's allowed me to love myself on a deeper level. It's also allowed me to get curious with myself and not just assume that I know everything about me. You think I would, right? But it was a form of protection and it was keeping me small. And let's just be honest, small is no longer an option for me. I am here in this world and I just want to share my gifts with everyone. And I hope that through hearing some of my healing journey and some of the things that I've dealt with, like people pleasing, can be really helpful for others that are maybe struggling with the same thing. And I will say that I can finally feel like I'm taking my power back. And I feel like I am in control of my life, not to the fact that I'm not open to flowing with my life and how it happens, but I don't feel like I don't have a say. And I don't feel like I have to just do what everyone else wants of me because I know that I matter. I matter, I'm enough, and I am just so excited to be here on this healing journey. And if you are struggling with people pleasing and you don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I would say some easy places to start with healing people pleasing is really just being honest with yourself and seeing that you're doing it and noticing when you're doing it. And because that awareness is the first step to be able to see it. And then once you really see it, you can really lean into, okay, now I'm going to start practicing saying what I actually want or saying no to something that I don't want, and then really regulating my nervous system when I'm doing that so I know that it's still safe. So my body feels safe whenever I'm choosing myself, whenever I'm doing something for myself, instead of just doing whatever for someone else, because I feel like they'll be mad at me if I don't. I hope this was helpful for some of you. And again, if you find yourself having any issues with people pleasing, or if this is something that you've been working through yourself, please message me on either my personal Instagram, I will put that in the show notes or on the podcast Instagram. I am happy to share anything with everyone and I'm an open book. I again hope this was helpful and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. So let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation. Be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time.